Welcome back to the Call to Both podcast. It is 2023 and I felt like it would be appropriate to talk a little bit about habits and cultivating high impact habits in your life. So I want to talk to you about a couple of habits that have made a huge impact on my life, both personally and professionally. And these are some of the simplest habits that have made the biggest change. So I think that they're so fun to talk about because they're not complicated or difficult, uh, but rather are just simple and easy and should be something to consider adding to the habits you're thinking about cultivating this year potentially. So let's talk about habits today. And I cannot talk about habits without mentioning my favorite author as it pertains to all things habit building and productivity, and that is James Clear. James Clear wrote the book Atomic Habits, which I love. I have listened to this book, the audio version of this book, a couple of times through. And it's honestly, it is one of those books that I think is worth a re-listen or reread a couple of times in your life, if not more. And one thing that he says in the book that just like really, really stood out to me was that the first problem he's addressing is that winners and losers have the same goals. And when he said that, like my mind was just like, yeah. You're right. Like lots of people set big goals. And then he goes on to say that what really differentiates the winners from the losers is the systems and the habits that you have set in place. So he has this quote that I love that says, you do not rise to the level of your goals. You fall to the level of your systems. Oh my gosh. And so I have this like, I've written this down. I've had this up on my bathroom mirror from time to time over the years because this is so good. I know that you have set goals this year. I know you're an ambitious entrepreneur. I have lots of my own goals set as well. And this is your reminder that the goal does not matter as much as the systems and the habits that you're building right now to support those goals. So let's dive in. Let's talk about some of the simplest but most effective habits that I have built into my life that I will be carrying here into 2023. This episode is brought to you by HoneyBook. HoneyBook is a client management software and it's the tool I've been using for years to send contracts, get paid, and how I keep track of all of my client inquiries and projects. Now, before I moved over into HoneyBook, I was actually just using my email inbox to manage my clients and things were slipping through the cracks. Now, inside of HoneyBook, I can see at a glance exactly where my projects are in a timeline. And I love that I can use this for sending questionnaires, setting up recurring invoices, and book calls through their built-in scheduler tool and so much more. I even use HoneyBook to book guests in for my podcast because of how I can set up workflows and automations so easily. And I use the scheduling tool for that as well. You can get 50% off HoneyBook and start using it today using the link in the show notes below. Hello and welcome to the Called to Both podcast. I'm your host, Joy Michelle, and you're in the right place if you're ready to grow your business while also being the intentional and present mom you want to be. This show will leave you feeling inspired, equipped with tangible tips, and encouraged to go after your own version of being called to both. Let's dive in. The first simple but highly effective habit that I built into my life, I want to say really dedicated myself to this practice was in 2022. And for all of 2022, I really dedicated myself to daily journaling. So 
building out a daily journaling habit is going to serve you in so many ways. And this is actually kind of coupled into how I start my workday. And I realized this as I was writing out this episode, as I was thinking about this habit and why it works and why it has served me, I realized part of what is cool about this is that it is part of my startup routine for work. And I think having a startup routine when you work for yourself, when you're a busy mom, when you're doing you know, hashtag all the things, it is so important to have a startup routine and to also have a place to process some of your thoughts and feelings and ideas and all all of the things. And I think that journaling is a fantastic way to do this. So this is probably one of the single biggest high impact things that I started last year that I will be bringing into this year. I think it's absolutely crazy because I used to be someone that did not have time to journal. I was not a journaler. I would buy a pretty journal and maybe do a few entries, especially when I would turn a year older or like it would be a new year, which for me is like right around the same time of the year. Total January baby right now. My birthday is January 3rd. So the day after this episode comes out. And so a lot of times this is when I'm just like feeling the the calendar has moved, you know, like it's a new year, but it's also a new year in my life. So at the same time, I get this excitement to journal and it, it wouldn't last. I'm just not a journaler. And so the fact that this has been something that has stuck with me is super different and interesting now in my 30s and going into my 10th year in business. And I think the reason why this works is because... Before, I was trying to write down a journal entry that I would come back to. I was trying to write something down that sounded wonderful and a lot of my swirling thoughts and perfectionism would get in the way of what I was actually trying to process through. And now I've flipped journaling completely around. I journal never to return to a journal page. I journal to get to the other side. And I take about 15 minutes and just stream of conscious journal, three pages straight without stopping. I think this, it, what's crazy is I think the reason that I didn't journal before is now the reason I actually have to journal. So before I didn't have time to journal in my mind. I thought this isn't helpful for me. I'm not a great writer. I, I, it's hard for me to find the time, you know, fill in the blank. Now it is crazy to say that taking 15 minutes to journal actually saves me time because it's helping me process. And it's where I've come up with some of my absolute best content and coaching offers in the last year. For example, my group coaching program for photographers, the Photoboss Method, is going to be opening here in January. And so much of that program unfolded on the pages of my journal. So journaling practice, so, so, so powerful. If you want to get into this, you don't know where to start, I highly recommend you start with The Artist's Way. The Artist's Way is a book. It's like a program of sorts. It's, I think, a 12-week course that you go through, and it has a lot of journaling prompts. And this is really how I started a journaling practice that I do today and that I honestly feel like I could not go into a business year without. So journaling practice is number one. Number two is to have an end of day wrap up routine. So having this transition has been so important for me going from a business mode to a mom mode. And there is so much that I can't control about how my day goes and the types of interruptions that might arise. But this is one of those areas that I've really tried to build a 10 to 15 minute wrap up routine. A habit that I can return to over and over again to make sure that 
I'm wrapping the day well so that my mind can almost like commute back to work mode, even though I'm just a few steps away from the rest of the living room and the rest of my house and my children. I need a little bit of that routine to actually wrap up the tasks at hand. So I make sure that I don't have any calls scheduled up to the last second of my childcare in any given day so that I can have that buffer. Because I know before, sometimes I was working up until the very last second when I knew that I was going to have to go and get the kids. And now I know I have to buffer a little bit of time. So A couple things that I like to do to wrap up are to physically clear off my desk. I like to consolidate the notes that I took throughout the day. I get a little crazy with you know, sticky notes and pens and all the things. And some of that stuff can just be thrown away. It's just stuff that I processed through. Some of it I'm going to transfer into Notion so that I can keep it for later. So this is when I will send any final thoughts to my team about stuff that I might have worked on or that they worked on, anything that's still on my mind. And then I literally go on my desk and turn off the lamps and close all the notebooks. And then I turn off my computer monitor. And I'm not turning off like the whole computer. I just like click the button on the back and the monitor goes black. And this is just a pretty quick routine. It's it's nothing fancy, but I think it's a really strong signal to my brain that we're done now. Because a lot of times, this is one o'clock. This isn't even like the end of the day. This isn't even close to dinner. It's one o'clock in the afternoon and I have to clock out. I have to be done and be present as a mom. And I want to be, I'm saying I have to be, but I, I want to be present as a mom and as a wife and as a friend. And if I don't run through some of these things, sometimes I think the ideas and thoughts of the day that I didn't get to fully process are still sticking with me. This is one small thing that has just helped me to build a little bit of that boundary between the business and my personal life. I also find that if I close everything out, like all the tabs and literally make my computer screen go black and close the notebooks, I'm a lot less likely to run into the office to just do five more minutes or check something really quick. I'm just so much less likely to turn the computer back on, open everything back up, kind of get my head back in the space of work to check something. It's going to have to be like a work emergency or something really, really big. And that really helps build that boundary up for me as well. And the third simple but highly impactful habit that I've cultivated last year that I will be bringing into this year is a weekly walk. And I've talked about Julia Cameron here on the podcast, and it took me all of two days into 2023 to mention her again, okay? But hear me, hear me out. Her book, Walking in This World, introduces this practice, and that's actually the continuation of The Artist's Way. I've been reading all her books. I've been loving them so much. And it's something that you do alongside of the daily journaling. And so she calls this a weekly walk. And when the weather is nice, I really try to make this more of a daily or almost daily, like every other day practice. Now that it's not super nice outside, like here in Maryland, it's just the weather is not great this time of year. This is a lot harder. I've even been considering getting a walking pad for my office, like one of those under your desk walking pads. So if you have one and you like it, please let me know because I'm I'm still considering getting one of these. But I know how powerful this practice is for clearing the mind and having some of your best ideas come to you. And you may have noticed this in your own life. 
have you ever noticed that some of your best processing or ideas happens when you're doing something monotonous or when you're moving? So it could be walking, it could be showering, could be doing the dishes. I even sometimes will have good ideas when I'm driving because I think my brain can just check out a little bit and do something I've done a bajillion times, right? I think this is a real thing. I think that our minds doing something totally monotonous helps and also standing at the same time so a lot of times like doing the dishes this this does this for me will bring some clarity to the things that I've been thinking about or processing even subconsciously so in the summertime I was taking 20 minute walks around the neighborhood and using this time to catch up with my Voxer clients so my one-on-one coaching clients and I would be a little bit out of breath but I would just be throwing down some of the best business ideas. And I felt like my head was so clear in these moments because I'm outside, I'm in the sunshine, I'm moving my body. And it was truly some of the best coaching time for my clients. And sometimes I will go on walks and I will not bring my phone or I will not bring anything to listen to. I will actually force myself to do this in total silence because I tend to listen to something educational almost constantly and I know that as much as I love podcasts and I love audiobooks and I love listening to like I'll even just listen to a YouTube video especially if it's just like a talking head YouTube video I know this is exhausting for my brain and this level of like input all the time is overwhelming so I've really scaled back on the audiobooks that I'm listening to and the podcasts that I'm listening to for this exact reason I just want to leave more space more white space even in my the way that I'm like receiving information so that I have room to hear my own thoughts so that I have room to pray to ask God like what he has for me and what he is telling me and and listen for that direction rather than just filling my mind almost constantly so the walking practice paired with journaling as like a start of the routine start of the workday routine and then ending the workday with just a simple wrap-up routine These have been really simple but highly impactful habits that I will definitely be bringing into 2023. Now, I I shouldn't say that they're easy. I I think at the beginning I said, you know, these are easy. I think simple is a good word for this because I don't think these things are easy to keep up. And that is why habits take work. I like these habits because you can make these your own. And that's why I wanted to share these specifically. So finding your own wind down routine after work is going to be so unique to you and the type of work that you do. And where and how you spend your time walking is too. And your journaling pages are going to be filled with things that you need at the time that you need them because you're processing them. And I I think these are so powerful. So I hope that some of these or maybe all of these are habits that you might consider trying on this year and seeing where they take you. I think both personally and professionally, these have served me. And I want to know what you are doing this year with your habits. What are you bringing with you? And honestly, just as importantly, what are you leaving behind? What habits are you unsubscribing from? I would love to hear about it. I want to talk to you about it. Send me a DM on Instagram. I'm at Joy Michelle. I would just love to hear what habits you're bringing and what habits you're leaving. Thank you so much for listening to the show. If you enjoyed this episode, please help me get the word out about the Call to Both podcast by taking a screenshot of this episode right now and sharing it on your social media. I would also appreciate it if you would subscribe and leave me a five-star review. Thanks again, and I'll see you in the next episode.